In the name of Jesus, amen. The gospel lesson here is about forgiveness. In this conversation with Peter, Jesus does three things also for us. First, he tells us that we should always be ready to forgive our brothers and sisters in the church when they sin against us but come to us asking for our pardon. Second, Jesus explains why we should do this. The kingdom of heaven, Jesus says, is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants, and there was a servant who owed, more or less literally, a ton of money. He couldn't pay. He asked for time. And the king forgave him. Well, in his forgiveness, this servant goes out, sees another servant, and demands repayment. Give me some time. But this servant is neither forgiving nor patient and has him thrown in the debtor's prison. And so when the king hears about this, he is furious. You wicked servant, I forgave you that debt. You should have done the same. But then he has him thrown into prison until he should pay off all his debt. Jesus explains why we should forgive our brothers and sisters. And then Jesus does finally a third thing. He warns us. Your Father in heaven is going to do the same thing to you if you don't forgive from your heart. Do it or else. The gospel is about forgiveness. One thing that Jesus doesn't do is actually explain what forgiveness is. He assumes it, and Peter seems to understand what it is, but maybe we should be clear. On their website, Big Ideas, Inc., the makers of uh, VeggieTales, explains that VeggieTales, that video series, uh, is about values like honesty and forgiveness. But forgiveness really isn't a value. Now, that's VeggieTales, but sometimes even in the church, we speak a lot about forgiveness, but our talk is a little bit unclear. Sometimes we speak about the cross as where God declares forgiveness for the whole world. Well, sort of. Or sometimes we speak, and rightly so, but not without much explanation, that in the sacraments God conveys forgiveness. Forgiveness is a gift. It's a benefit. But that doesn't really explain what forgiveness is. So let's be clear about that. Jesus illustrates it. When the king forgave the servant his debts, he was saying, in effect, I promise not to collect. I promise not to demand repayment. I promise that your debt won't get in the way of things in the future. Forgiveness is a kind of promise. It's a promise not to hold an offense against someone else. It's a promise not to harbor anger or resentment or bitterness. It's a promise not to hold a grudge. It's a promise not to let the past get in the way of the future. Now, if that's forgiveness, then this is, you might say, heavy stuff. When Jesus commands us to forgive our brothers and sisters in the church when they sin against us and come to us asking for forgiveness, he means any kind and all kinds of sins. Those can be pretty serious. They aren't all, but some of them can be quite serious. Some of them could be life-changing. Gossip, the wrong kind of accusation. 
you're accused of beating your wife or molesting children, it doesn't have to be true to ruin your name. Those kinds of things could just change your life. It's sins like that that Jesus commands us to forgive and forgive and forgive and forgive. Up to seven times, Peter would say. Jesus would say, no, 70 times seven. Forgive, forgive, forgive. That, you might say, is heavy stuff. And he says to forgive from the heart. That means do it seriously. But sometimes, no matter how hard you try, no matter how sincere you are, there still is inside something left over, some remnant of anger, bitterness, resentment. Sometimes you don't even know it, but it comes out a grudge. Sometimes, though you think to yourself, it's gone, it comes up in the future. And so the words of Jesus here are heavy stuff. Actually, the real weight is God himself. Like Gerhard Ferdy would say, that weight you feel is God on your back. And so that you can hear clearly what Jesus wants to say, that you can hear clearly that he's talking to you and about your life in Christ, let's take care of that obstacle first. That weight you feel is because you're a poor, miserable sinner. So confess it. Say, I'm a poor, miserable sinner. Ask God for mercy. Say it. Have mercy on me, O God. All right. Pay attention. Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all you poor, miserable sinners. And in the stead, and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. All right. Done. Forgiven. And just like that, go and forgive others. God has just promised, God has just promised you that he's not going to hold those things against you. That's why he sent me here today. God has promised not to harbor any anger, resentment, bitterness against you and all of your disobedience. God has promised that what you have done and what you have been in the past is not going to get in the way in the future. And in the same way now, go and do the same for others. Go and promise. When you have been sinned against, go and promise. That's in the past. That's done. Go and promise. I'm not going to hold that against you. Go and promise that there's not going to be anger or resentment or bitterness. Go and promise, as Jesus taught. The gospel lesson is about forgiveness. How often we should forgive our brothers and sisters in the church? Always. Why we should forgive? Because God has forgiven us. And also the warning. Jesus had it. And as a servant of him and his word, I bring it to you too. Forgive or else. In the name of Jesus, amen.